2: Hope you're having a dope day and thank you for tuning in. This is the sneaker podcast, Extra Laces, and I am Chris Chu and he is Sean Collard. Hey now. We have a doozy of an episode for you guys today. Crazy. Or can we say a 2 <gasps> of an episode? Uh, we have as special guest a few members of the OG support group. Uh, I'll, I'll just rifle them off. There's Dre, Corey, Zane. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Sean, if you can give the listeners a bit of a background about uh, OGSG, OG Support Group, and maybe we can go off after that. Sure. So
0: I started this with these three guys and a few other guys who could not be here today. We have, so who, those who aren't here are Seth, uh, Brian, and Nick. Uh, they all had prior obligations, unfortunately, but they were all wishing they could be here uh but we started this og support group back in 2016 i think at this point so we're like five years into this uh we are our, our sort of um uh mission was just to share our uh, sneaker experiences share stories share our passion for sneakers try to remind people that there are there are stories behind sneakers um that they're not just things that you buy and flip and sell and wear and trash and whatever uh that we actually have uh, some feeling behind it Um, So that was uh, that was sort of our mission. And I think we're pretty successful doing that so far. I had a lot of fun over the last few years. Uh, I think uh, the peak of our uh, hopefully not the peak. Hopefully we're going to continue going up. But uh, one of our highlights uh, was last year when we got to uh, head to Chicago for all star weekend. And uh, we had a private dinner with Jordan brand. What the hell? (laughs) How did that happen? Uh, but yeah, so that's, that's uh, sort of us in a nutshell. Um, I'm very proud to call these guys my brothers from other various mothers. Ooh. And, uh, and uh, yes, yeah, so I'm happy. It's, it's crazy to have them all here on the, on the podcast. It's the first time ever. Uh, we've had Brian on a couple of times. Uh, right. And uh, very cool to have these guys,
2: uh, Corey, Zane, and Dre on with us today. Yeah. So maybe we could just say uh, hi to them individually. Dre, what's up? How's it going? I'm doing well. Yourself? Very good, very good. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Corey, what's up? How's it going, man? Thanks for having me. Cool. And Zane? Hello there. Uh,
3: first time. First time for this. so
2: <laughs> It's a little awkward.
3: You're going to be okay, Zane. You're in a safe place. You're in <laughs> a safe place.
2: <laughs> now, the OGSG does have like uh, chats every now and then amongst yourselves we right? do yeah. yeah not not as often as we'd like it's just, it's just so hard to
0: organize seven guys to get into a, yeah. a, a group chat so we we do ty- type text in our group chat every mm-hmm. day but to organize everybody get together in a zoom a call or a google meet or something it's it's too difficult but uh <laughs> yes we do once maybe once a month we do it i think it's that,
2: yeah, so like this, that. Is, yeah. this is the same thing yeah. same thing <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. except, except i'm an intruder <laughs> yes. Right. so uh the stranger topic for. <laughs> The topic for this roundtable is how the hype Mm. connects us to the past. Mm. Right. Uh, This is all on the heels of the announcement that the next Virgil Abloh collab uh, model will be the Jordan 2. Right. So he's going to take a Jordan 2, put his off-white spin on it. And that has kind of caused some kind of a... uh, a ruckus in the sneaker industry, in the sneaker community. Um I've noticed a lot of people then pulling out their Jordan twos and showing them off, stating I don't know what they're trying to state or trying to display. Uh Before that, I don't recall many other people <laughs> displaying their Jordan twos aside from <laughs> Sean, of course. Yeah, the one and uh, loser a few of group. these OGSG members. Yeah. Um. Off that I wanted to ask the question uh, is using hype now a way to bridge the gap between old collectors and new collectors I agree so I c- uh, yeah
0: I'll, I'll I'll start us off and we can shoot to the other guys uh, but I, I think it's it's uh the craziest thing is that yes, it what what's definitely happened, and I and I, this is really the first time I've paid attention to it because of the fact that it's obviously it's a two that's happening, and uh, it's a, an off-white two. Um, I've seen a lot of people come out of the woodwork, and uh, which is to be expected, I guess. But I've never really paid attention to it, like I said before, and I've really seen like tons of people all of a sudden posting twos. <laughs> But the craziest thing for me is that the guy who's been posting twos forever, uh, I'm being called out for jumping on a bandwagon <laughs> by people who, some people follow me even. I'm like, have you not seen like every week I'm plastering the, the world with twos <laughs> like constantly for like years? I, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I expect kind of expected that to happen, but it's just weird to see uh, all of a sudden people are like posting twos and like, twos that they hadn't seen like they oh, I mean, in their stories will, they'll show like i posted this see i've been i've been i've been on the twos i've been on the twos for like you know they posted one picture of a two five years ago and it's like i've been mm-hmm. on the twos which is all cool but i what i think I've, i i'm i'm personally excited about it is that it is creating a lot of talk and i'm actually right. love seeing the fact that people are talking about the twos because it means uh people will get excited about it and then jordan brand will release a, you know a proper uh a version of the two eventually um, but I, 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 imagine like this is going to be obviously for people who are looking or maybe were interested in twos and now, or were maybe thinking about on the cusp of gonna be getting a two, but now the, the prices might go up on them. So I don't know how mm-hmm. you guys, the rest of the OGS, OGS, you OG, OG, OG guys feel about it, but like, does it, does this kind of thing like, uh, affect how you search for sneakers because i mean i'm not just talking about the twos but in general like when you see a hype oh there's a hype version of the ones there's a hype version of this or whatever model it is you're like oh shit i guess i better get on like whatever model i was going to get because now the
1: prices are going to go up like how does that affect you guys i mean Um, i think oh go ahead ahead, corey i was just going to say it's hype is such a funny thing because like you were saying it, it it does get people talking it does get people interested in a shoe that maybe they didn't have before um and it works. I mean, we've seen it for, you know, a number of years with, you know, Kanye bringing out old models or like even with, you know, Travis Scott nowadays. Um, So it does kind of get people interested in it and it's weird, but the the dynamic is you get kind of like some of these people who have been in the game for a while and it's like some of them get kind of upset that a shoe that they may have liked in the past is now kind of being brought to the forefront because of the so-called hype. And it's like, you know it's it's just it's a it's a funny thing to me just because mm. we're all in it for shoes we all like it it's it's just yeah. a it's you know you should just like what you like good point agree yeah. and,
4: and i think i think the biggest thing with the the hype is you know the gap between the people who have seen you know jordan play in those and have those memories is is furthering and furthering so you know like the the relationship between individuals and those models is is widening you know so bringing in you know hyped or you know uh, collabs and stuff like that uh that, that kind of brings the newer generation into it and gives them something to kind of latch on to i guess if you're looking for a, a positive or you know sure. like how the companies are looking
1: i think yeah that's a really good point okay. <clears throat>
2: Yeah, it was one of my questions. Seeing as you guys were able to uh, either watch or reminisce about Jordan playing in the twos and all the stories behind that, the new collector that gets into the game now probably won't be able to experience that type of uh, that type of history or that exact experience. So for them, the backstory then shifts from Michael Jordan over to whoever they're collabing with, right? not only on the Jordan 2, but uh, like the most recent models, like the Jordan 3s, Jordan 4s that they've been coming out with a lot of, like the Travis Scott's, the Amamania, like the boutique collabs and all those. Do you think that this type of backstory will have the same effect as going through the expense of a Michael Jordan? It is a different world. It is a different type of collector, right? Do you think that it's it gives them... How should we say, not rights, but like a they they then create their own story for
3: the shoe. Well, yeah, I think.
4: I, oh, oh guys!
2: Oh,
3: I was just gonna quickly add it. It just goes back to the point that you guys uh, spoke of earlier. It's you're essentially you're always trying to bridge the gap because over time, like you said, like over time, for what it meant to us, like we watch either like Sean where he actually watched the games like on tv for us some of us guys a little later where we were watching like early 90s vhs tapes no shots sean just <laughs> but um, already i'm the oldest guy here i don't need to be reminded every two seconds yeah and for us it was just um that was the thing for me like what i collect it was always like you know seeing it on feed seeing certain things happen on feed essentially history on feed like depending on games milestones things like that so that's always been my connection. But like you mentioned earlier, Chris, when that time passes, there's less and less of that you lose the people that experience the original. So you have to reconnect somehow. Mm -hmm. And with a younger generation, I mean, yeah, you've got YouTube, but with the young generation, you have to reconnect somehow. So and then with the way current things are it is like I mean, a lot of it is based on hype. So maybe Jordan Brand will see, okay, well, if you we can get a hyped shoe and it'll be limited, people will buy the, you know, the off-white twos, and then we can release the originals and see how that does. Maybe that'll help, you know, go with the original releases, see how that goes as well. So just kind of gauging both markets, because they are, it's kind of like a fine line between the two.
0: Yeah, right. and you guys are you guys are right, and in, in that, that Michael Jordan is. I mean, I I was, I was talking maybe to Brian the other day, and I was like, do you think about that? Michael Jordan retired from the Wizards eighteen years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's insane. So just the, even if you happen to catch the tail end of the Wizards era, that was eighteen years ago. So like you you guys are sa- talking about is that that there there really isn't much of a connection to Michael Jordan anymore, in terms of like him playing and seeing him wearing the sneakers. So I'm all for, and again, uh, this is all almost even though these hype collabs and all that stuff have been around for years and years. At this point, for me, it's almost I'm seeing it through new eyes because I never really paid that much attention to this stuff before the twos were involved. Mm. Um, so, but I, I, I do see it as a as like, like what Dre was saying. It's a very positive thing because if if taking if someone some kid is a a, a real true. Uh, virgil abloh fan and a fan of the off-white brand and a fan of the off-white uh, product and this draws him to the two then i'm all for it um i think the majority like, like you know chris was saying that the the market has sort of changed over the last several years and where uh that i don't know that uh the the attention span to something is very long uh but um for me it's it's like if if that's something that a kid that will that's going to take with the the kid to connect to the sneaker it's like dre said it's 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 nothing but positive uh and and i'm I'm, again i'm happy that um the twos are finally seeing some some uh excitement around them Mm
1: -hmm. um but uh yeah so i i for me i see (coughs) this as a positive thing i think you're right it is it's super positive i mean the brand has been going on for what 36 years now if we're talking about jordan brand um and there's a reason why it's lasted so long. It's not just because of Jordan's legacy, but because the brand has done a really good job at kind of bridging that gap. You know, making things in the past still relative today. So, mm. you know, this is just the next step. And and like you said, I th- I think it's it's good because, like you said, it, it kind of bridges that mm-hmm. gap and it it gets people interested in in the past, even if they there's no personal connection like we have to it. Yeah, you know they're they're still connecting to the shoe in a, in a different way. So,
0: yeah, and I and I think I, the, the the weird thing is that I think that it's it's like you get you can't really the brand can't really win in some aspects because everybody forever was saying nobody likes the twos, everybody twos are ugly, twos are ugly, and then they create something where oh, so many people are getting excited about the twos. Mm-hmm. And suddenly it's like, oh, no, no, you're jumping on the bandwagon. So they're angry people are jumping on the bandwagon about the twos. And then other people are saying, don't bastardize the twos. We love the twos. It's like, mm-hmm. what? Who, who are you? Who's, you can't make everybody happy. And and so, I mean, I didn't even forget about the twos. I remember posting a while ago that I would love to see, like, the original Air Flight highs come back from 89. I'd love to see, like, Air, uh, Air Alpha Force come back from uh, around the same 80, '89. <coughs> and the, the alpha force one and people were some people were like no i don't ever want those to come back because they were perfect when they first released and don't bastardize them and it's like yeah but you still have that's that memory is still there the, the shoes that you loved in 88 89 were, are still there your memory of it is still there so but some people kids might like that sneaker and i might want to be a pair that i want i can wear so mm-hmm. It's weird that the like I said, you you can't you the brand can't brands in general can't make everybody happy. They just got to do what they got to do and uh, and hopefully you know they all all the stuff sells out. I mean I just read a thing where Jordan Brand now uh, you know led Nike uh, this last quarter. Or I'm not sure the last year or whatever um, in sales and uh, is just they're, they're crushing it. So obviously they're doing something right. They know what they're doing when it comes to marketing and selling. So
2: right. I don't know. Yeah. So do you, do you think that instead of Bridging the gap being their main goal. It's more, let's, how do we give life back to a particular motto that to us, if we had chosen to release it any other year previous, would have just failed, just flopped. So a waste of our time. By attaching this uh, collab to it, you kind of give it a resurgence, life back. Do you think maybe that's more their strategy?
1: I think it's part of it. I think
4: it is. Go ahead. I think... I think it is now because when you look back at the at the history of of like the limited items the collaborate you know the the collab items um it's it's everything around it raises you know the people that can't get their hands on it and now they start to look for the shoe that looks closest to it you know so the prices of that start going up and so like all those things are affected by you know the the height and so them kind of learning from that, and and putting that first, and then kind of like, like I believe Corey said, testing the waters with the with the uh, more original models afterwards is kind of the the formula that that seems to work the best, and I think that um ho- you know hopefully they they continue to tell the history, you know, or, or start to tell the history more in the right ways and not just put so much effort into hyping things up, you know, prior to, and then just worrying about selling out. Like, it would be nice for the history to be told correctly, you know, so that the people who are truly, you know, like coming into it can have something else. To, like, okay, yeah, it was, you know, this was an off-white collab and that was cool, but you know, oh, okay, Jordan did this and these, and oh, that was pretty sweet. And now they're more into it and they may want to get other pairs, you know, from that. So,
0: Great point, and then the man's name is still on the building at, the, at headquarters, right? So we, they they have to tie it in somehow to yeah. him eventually at some point. Do you think Corey, that? Jessam? So oh. I think Corey was you had something to add there, or no?
1: No, Dre pretty much covered it. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> my <Mine laughs> bad.
2: <laughs> Do you guys believe that this has always been uh, Nike slash Jordan's strategy, and? It didn't really become obvious to us until they decided to apply it to a model that, all oh, apologies to Sean Collar, but is a little <laughs> less uh, light or preferred. Two shots, two shots on, the one, on right. the one episode. Yeah. You're also very old. I'm and also very uh, old. because it was done on the two, the Jordan two, people started noticing, well, now you're just using this strategy. Like if you've done it on a three or a four, Jordan three or four. That'll sell no matter what. You mm-hmm. you retro what? a three or a four, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter what color you put on it. But once you put it on a two, then people start noticing, well, now you're making us, you're, you're, you're pushing the limit, pushing the envelope, trying to find out whether we'd still buy into it or not. Yeah, they all hate it too.
1: Yeah. The next test will be the fifteen.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what's with Billie Eilish, right? Right. Uh, which yeah. is ridiculous that she's getting sneakers, but uh, that's a whole other thing. I, I'm not this. I'm not the target audience for that. Those sneakers, uh, but I. The, the, what I'll, I don't think it's the first time. It won't definitely won't be the last time that they've done something like this. But it's. I think when you look back to the Airship release, um, people went wildly <laughs> crazy and got viciously angry about how limited those were, and we were all very lucky that we got gifted packs. Uh, yes. Having said that, um, but uh, I and I understand I understand people being upset, but if you look back at that the Airship in general, it's a very niche sneaker. Like there's not there weren't that many people that were interested in the ship, um, and I and I think I remember even talking to someone at Jordan Brand. It may even have been during during the dinner, but they said like if you look at something like the uh, the the Jordan One Point Five or the Return that would they call it, the the Jordan One with the the Air Jordan Two midsole, that was a piece of history that released that was something Jordan actually wore on feet once or twice and uh, in games. And uh, it was something that should have had more attention to it, but they just, you know, dropped it as a general release and it hit the sales racks and no one cared about it. And it was, you know, trashed uh, on social media and on the blogs and on the (laughs) forums and stuff. So when you look at something like when the ship came out, they I, I don't think they had any choice but to try to limit it because it, it raises that, again, it raises that excitement around it. Even though people got pissed off that they couldn't get it, people are still buying them now off StockX and buying them off Goat. And and so it's still like a, a, a something they're excited about. So I, I don't think it's anything that uh, the brand's doing by mistake for by any means. It's, mm. they, they know what they're doing. They know that limiting something is going to raise the the interest in it. Um, and uh, so I, that's why I think with something like the twos, it's uh, it's obvious that they they have to do this with the twos because so many people were saying how much they hate the twos for the last you know thirty four years whatever it's been, uh, and so they to get some interest if they're if they're going to release an OG colorway the two they have to do something like this to get people excited about it. So it just makes sense to me at this point. Or right. shadowing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you bring up a good point that um hype isn't only created by like doing collabs or whatnot but like limiting the numbers possibly leaking the information that they're yeah. limited numbers or even i think you mentioned sean during one of our text chats that um our leaked images leaked yeah, well, that's it, and that's that's
0: a thing, and I, I've I, I've I've have it on pretty solid authority that the, the even the, the these off white twos that we're seeing are not actually what's releasing. So, and that's like directly from the brand. So, I, and when asked like why why would you let this happen? Like why would you let it them show f- sneakers that aren't releasing? And it's because well, look at how many people are talking about the shoe and about the brand. It's, it, so, and basically, any publicity is good publicity, whether it's a fake sneaker or not. And who knows if it's like the sneakers we're seeing are like they got an early sample and they made bootlegs off of that. I don't know. Whatever the story is, it's apparently not the sneaker that's releasing, but any publicity is good publicity, which I I, I mean, I don't know that that's a, 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 a sustainable... <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, plan in terms of uh, like because you're. It, to me, in that in that point, you're just gonna piss people off a little bit more when it's like, okay, everybody got excited about this fake sneaker, and then when you show the real sneaker, maybe they're disappointed. Maybe they're maybe it is better, but at the same time, it's like you've pulled the old switcheroo mm-hmm. once again and let let it right. be, uh, you know, uh, something talked about, but it wasn't really happening, or it's happening, but it's not the sneaker that's happening. And uh, it, I don't know. It's I guess it's a, again a fine line that the brand walks with. Just wanting any publicity as opposed to good publicity. Um, I don't know. But if you me, think about it, sometimes.
4: If you think about it, though, that kind of goes back to like I remember seeing on Nike Talk. Uh, uh, I forget what it released. I think it was the the black laser fours, right? They initially had yeah. the plastic wings on them, right?
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
4: And then at the last minute, they switched them to that, you know, that leather or whatever. And it was black. like it was a lot of people that that was because they had seen the pictures with the other wings on there it was like oh i don't want these fours anymore you know like like okay yeah sure i'll i'll take two then you know (laughs) (laughs) exactly But you know like i i kind of think it's it's still along those lines because even back then like we we were seeing the pictures you know all the way up until and then the the original the official release pictures come out and people are like well what the hell was that you know yeah mm-hmm. it will be like something different some some subtle change so i, I think it's kind of the same but it definitely is a lot of the uh uh all publicity is is you know good publicity mm-hmm. these days you know because everything's an attention grabber
0: well, right. even look at the air, with back to the airships for a second. When the airship, they they had official images come out after people were starting getting gifted and stuff like that. The official images came out, and the, they had changed the tongue tag. I think on the Jordan One that came in the pack, and it was like it was like a black and red tongue tag that said Nike Air instead of white and red or red and white. And people lost their mind over that. Just that, mm-hmm. just the tongue tag looked different, and people went ape shit. So it it's really is like it's a funny to watch like the brand. Create this buzz, and then people get pissed off, and other people are happy, and other people—I don't know—it's—it's a—it's a a wild machine that they've got going. Yeah, can't
1: please everyone, just like you said, you know.
2: Yeah. Do you think they do it on purpose to show like an imperfect uh, retro, or like what could be uh, the perfect version of it, and then they release the not so one hundred percent accurate version, just so that there is always room to improve? to to keep some in the tanks for like the next run. Look, you guys didn't like this run, but we're getting the next one's going to be really good. I I fully believe that sometimes that
1: that really happens, you know, just because no retro has ever been perfect or identical to the original model. There's always one little thing that's off or sometimes 10 different things that are off, but they do a good job at when they bring it back the next time, they fix you know one or two things and they're like oh this one's a little bit better than the previous one but there's yeah, still we something listening. off <laughs>
0: right
1: i mean uh we
0: just chose not to do it this time okay <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and no you're right Corey, and, and i think i think it, it does it does make for it gets people upset but then it's like at a certain point there's there's also things there's there are aspects of this whole thing that we don't understand and and we've been lucky enough and this is not to brag but we've been lucky enough to talk with people at the brand and and we re- do realize that there's there there are more things that go on behind the scenes than we even realize like it's not that easy it might be just a, in our eyes just you just do it like this and it's, it's simple yeah but it actually it, it 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 actually costs like a lot of money to recreate the molds it's like hundreds of thousands of dollars because all these factories have a specific mold and they they to change that mold it costs you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. So it's not just as simple as just do it like you know, and you know no pun intended. just do it like we want it to be done. and it's, it's simple. It's like there's a lot more that goes into it than than we even know about, I think no,
3: that's true because um <clears throat> like what Sean said like uh, when we had the opportunity to talk to like the various people when we were for that weekend in Chicago, like some people don't realize, like you said it's like, oh, just just do it like this and it'll be perfect, but it's you essentially have 10 different groups trying to align themselves to release the one product. So it's like every department kind of has to do their job, but still align with the general goal. So that's why at times, yeah, there's a little thing off. There's a little thing there. It's like you said, it's not as easy as people think. It definitely isn't, especially when you have that many, and then you're, and then you're basing it on an international level. Cause then you have to go with your, manufacturer, your distributor, and all of these components. And then you have a deadline like a, where okay, you got to do this in this amount of time. And we got to move on to the next release. So most of the time, I think during that timeline to get a shoe released, they do already notice, oh, yeah, some of these things. Oh, yeah, we could have done some of this different, but it's there's a time constraint to it as well. So, mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah.
2: And maybe. I don't know. This is a theory. Let's say you put out the first uh, salvo of this Jordan 2 or any other shoe that they want to retro for the first time, and they do it in a limited fashion or in a hype fashion with a collab, and that creates the, well, yeah, it's not perfect, but I need it because it's so limited. And that sets the tone for every following release of this shoe in whatever colorway they cook up.
0: Right, and that was that was the point when I brought up the the AJ the the 1.5, the Jordan 1.5, was that because that dropped in just a general release and no fan for it and it hit the sales racks and stuff, the ship, if they had done the same thing with the ship, like everybody, well, a few people wanted that to happen, they wouldn't have sold, it, it wouldn't have, because <coughs> right. the ship is really a niche product, it really is a niche model, and so you that's that would be a bad look. They, see, the first time they bring the ship back after 35 whatever years it was. And boom, it's not selling because they flooded the market with it. So I do get from the brand's perspective why they would limit stuff, even though it's frustrating to us as customers. I get it because it's like you can't just put all this effort and they put a lot of work into the the ship and the Air Jordan, the 85 cut Jordan one. And uh, in terms of materials and getting the details right and to have them put it out and then all of a sudden uh, they flood the market and then, you know, they're hitting sales rack sales racks. It's a bad look after a sneaker hasn't been seen on anybody's feet besides MJ's in 35 years.
2: Yeah. Do you think so? The airship. When did it come back? All Star. Yeah. Uh, twenty twenty. All Star two thousand twenty. Yeah. When did uh, Unbanned, the documentary, come out?
0: The year before, I think, or just
2: before. Right? But we all know that they don't just uh, release sneakers on the fly like that. They've been no, planning no, no. them for for months, years, maybe years, years. Yeah. So, well, would you say that without the hype of the unbanned documentary, the airship would have just, I don't know, I don't know how well it would have done? There was a petition. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
4: saying, I'm saying, yeah,
2: those are very effective, <laughs> extremely effective. Yeah uh yeah masses of people clamoring for the return of a shoe
0: yeah i mean not not to throw shade it no not not throwing shade because it was a part of the story it definitely the petition was part of the story for sure but if you you know if you look at the grand scheme of things when i then when I, that actually proves how, what a niche market it was because it got mm. like by the time this shi- we heard that the ships were coming back it had like 1800 signatures that does not make a shoe come back so uh, right. it, it was in the works for a while Again, part of the story, but not why it came back. So that, but again, it, that to me really pinpointed that this is a niche sneaker. 1,800 people signed us a, a petition. Yeah. That's that's a small amount. And in in terms of the global, of things, how many things, people yeah. are into sneakers? Grand scheme of things, yeah. that's nothing. Um, again, part of the story, but you know, fuck that petition. <laughs> So you can cut that out if you want.
4: I'm sorry, I, could, I couldn't help it. <laughs> I, I would like yeah. to start one for some Columbia 11s. I, yeah, there you go, I, I need
2: those back. Oh, yeah! No legend blues, yes, no legend blues. You're, yes, no legend blues. That, <laughs> you're right, I got that, I got you. What is that color? Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not legendary. All right, um, maybe you, each of you can maybe mention what are what's a major pro or major con in terms of releasing retroing sneakers this way versus just a general release of uh, a retro of a shoe that may or may not have uh, a big fandom?
1: I'll go. Um, well, I think the pro is kind of like what we've already been discussing, is it is it, it builds the hype, it creates interest. Um, it's gonna bring in fans that aren't normally a part of the fandom of that particular shoe so nowadays, like watch, when the off-white twos come out, you're going to see a ton more people. You think we're seeing a ton more people now, like just start posting the twos out of nowhere, you're going to see a ton more. And then mm-hmm. the 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 previous twos that were released, they're all going to start jumping up in, in prices, you know, on the, the mm-hmm. aftermarket sites. Um, so it, it's going to build that hype. It's going to build the interest, which is, I think, a pro. Um, the con, though, is you kind of risk oversaturating the the market with colors that maybe people don't care about you know mm-hmm. because the 2 it, it, it's such a specific sneaker and i would say that there's a, a limited amount of fans that you know particular like the 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 shoe in itself and mm-hmm. within that they only like pretty much the OG colors maybe right. a couple like the the mellow twos or like the the black and chrome twos or whatever but Some of the 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 random ones like um, a week or two ago, I posted like the iron purple twos that I had and then like the night Mm -hmm. nightshade twos. Yeah. Everybody hated those shoes, (laughs) including myself. Like, I don't even know why I bought them at at the point. (laughs) (laughs) And the funny thing was both of those posts actually, you know, got got a a ton of likes. And it's like, wait a minute, where was all this before? No, so mm-hmm. it's like
0: yeah. That's a funny thing too. I I've been getting on my two posts. i will suddenly getting like two thousand likes a post. Right. <laughs> Whereas like a two post might get like seven hundred likes, five hundred likes. Mm-hmm. And now it's like nice. two thousand, three thousand likes a post. Yeah. It's crazy. And so, so that. Thank you, Jordan Brand.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. And so I I think part of the con is once the the off-white twos come out and hopefully soon after that you know we'll get some og colorways but i think we're also going to start seeing some of these random colorways come back too that mm-hmm. you know don't really do anything for like maybe some of the older guys like us but you know yeah. mm. i guess only time will tell we'll see
4: i saw a pair that uh was a frank cooker uh that he posted a while back uh they were like the that you remember the candy pack of twos yeah uh, he had yes. a pair that was like purple. It was like a like a deep yeah. purple, like not not well, done deal for floor. Drake. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please, if Jordan Brand is listening. <laughs> listen, please <laughs> bring those twos back
2: specifically for me. <laughs> well, yeah. the risk of having this hype built around the two is yes. One, they might answer your request yeah. and release it. But then now the hype is going to be so high on it that I got yeah. to James it's gonna be James Bond to get the shoe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's... exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what I was
0: gonna. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Is the is the the downside of things is that it is all, suddenly it's going to be very difficult to attain the sneakers that we want, right? So yeah. we want these things to come back, and we're excited that they people are getting excited about it. But then that brings all all the other bullshit around with the uh, you know the, it's almost impossible to get some stuff nowadays. Yeah. So it's
1: been pretty much impossible since what last year. You know, mm-hmm. and we we've discussed this in our chats before, but I think a uh, a lot of that is to blame on the last dance. Right. I mean, that brought in super hype, man. I mean, right after yeah. that, like almost <clears throat> every every wanted shoe on sneakers, the sneakers app that dropped, or whatever, was just nearly impossible to get. You know, mm-hmm. it's you're you're pretty much playing the lottery at this point. Mm-hmm. So I think with you know the hype surrounding the the off white twos coming out, and and hopefully the hype, you know kind of increasing everywhere else it's like sean said it's going to be impossible to get
4: yeah. again if you're listening we love the twos here at <laughs> i'll
2: vouch for them. They, all love the twos. <laughs> they all love the twos zane do you have any thoughts on uh pros and cons any
3: uh anything else to add no i, I mean i think it's let's be, i think it's been stated but it, it's just like you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't type of thing right. so it's Uh, It just goes along with everything. Like when the guys were talking, I went right back to, um, if you want to talk like uh, hype affecting all brands, like back in the early 2010s, like with the Concord release, that was one of those times when you saw just blow up on a massive scale where it affected other brands, where you saw all these other brands releasing their retros like nine. And I loved it because I'm a big like, 90s basketball like all brands i love you know reebok adidas and i like Fila. they were all releasing uh all these like uh, from the original athletes in the 90s so in that respect i mean that's when i guess the hype is a positive because if it wasn't for that the, mm-hmm. the concord release blowing up and all these other brands noticing then they're like oh let's test the waters with our original releases from that time and I loved great it because I picked up everything, like everything that they released, I picked up. So
0: yeah, that's a great point. I, I didn't think about that. I, I, I'm always trained. I, my my brain is always Nike a Jordan brand. So <laughs> I to think about that that how it affects it that way. That all other brands j- jump on that sort of right. hype train yeah. and and start releasing people uh, sneakers that people like besides the ones that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It is an
4: excellent but, point like, with the Kamikazes sitting behind you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's what i was thinking yeah.
2: they went with the shack attacks everything came back yeah yeah um to that point do you believe that jordan brand had been looking for the successor to jordan to carry the brand into the future but they could never find that specific athlete to do it and eventually they had to turn to like the hype right to, to do run collabs run designers run uh music artists well that the crazy thing is that the i mean musician
0: music artists or music musicians uh rappers hip-hop artists uh singers whatever that's they've always been part of the, like they have a huge part of the culture because when i was mm-hmm. a kid uh i know many decades ago um but they like it was michael jordan was my guy but you know, I would love to see the Jordan 4 on Ice-T's feet. I would love to see NWA rocking the Air Flight 89s, you know, the high, the high cuts. And so it's always been a, a part of the culture. It's just it's it's, a, it's, I think it's a great thing to see now that they're actually collaborating and creating their own sneakers because they were, they, you know, the artists back in the day were just doing it because they love the sneakers. Uh, to, so to see them collaborating and actually, you know, getting some money for that, I think it's
2: a, it's a good thing. You know, I would never got so excited about uh, an athlete joining a brand when, uh, was when Dwayne Wade had announced that he was joining Jordan Brand. Yeah. Yep. I thought he was the perfect guy to carry the line. In, right? Mm-hmm. Like I liked the 2010, the Jordan 2010 with that big window yeah. just yeah. because it was yeah. different, <laughs> a welcome home Dwayne Wade type yeah. of colorway, yeah. you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, but you're right there. I don't
0: think there, there's. I don't. It's hard to. I mean, Michael Jordan is not just a wasn't just a great basketball player, but his his personality was so, such a, so so much so larger than life that it's harder. It's so hard to find someone to fill those shoes and carry on the brand. I mean, they've they've done it with you know Westbrook and now Zion and stuff, but it's it's like it's taking all of these different athletes
4: to to make up for yeah. one Michael Four Jordan. I, was you say know, it's, I, it's, uh, I think that's been the the solution. Really, has been. Mm-hmm. To because there's such big shoes to fill you know yeah mm. to just fill it with as many other pieces of of culture as you can that mm-hmm. are that are bringing people in from all aspects because this you know like i said now we live in an age where everybody's on their phones and they you know their heads are down half the time they're paying attention to what was coming across their screen so whatever they can grab in that instant you know is is, is important so if you can get you know the the music artists who you know like that kid may not you know pay attention to the shoe store when he walks past but Mm. when he sees his favorite music artist with that pair on now he's gonna go look or you know the the uh you know all the the women they've been bringing in and i think it's 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 awesome to see like like i said all the pieces that they've kind of put together to fill the shoes as a whole because as we know there's you know, we've said it many times, there's never going to be another Michael Jordan. So to try to fill, no. right, right. you know, to, for anybody to try to step into that role is like, you're asking for failure pretty much,
1: you know? I think what uh, what's important to to note too is they're never going to be able to fill that role. They're not going to be able to fill Jordan's mm-hmm. shoes. It's a brand for a reason. It's Jordan brand for a reason. It's the man's brand right? I mean, I think they've, they've attempted it before with Wade, Westbrook, Zion, but eventually all those guys kind of get their own signature shoes within the brand. And, you know, it's, it's to a point, like, it's, it's good that they're, they're kind of pushing the brand forward, but again, they're not filling anyone's shoes. It would be like someone saying like, well, who's going to be, you know, the next Jordan or whatever, and let's, put them in Jordans forever it's not going to happen Like eventually that yeah, one but- player is going to probably get their own signature shoe so. Hmm.
2: so is there a sneaker that you guys would like to see uh, retroed this is a more question for you guys to have fun with a shoe you'd like to see retroed but not necessarily collabed or hyped up just general release so that you guys may have a chance of getting yes <laughs> uh one <laughs> shoe that
1: i've been wanting to come out forever is the maestro one
2: mm.
1: i mean that was a staple in the early 90s i mean it was kind of like the team shoe everybody wore it pippin you know so um they've retroed the maestro two a couple times and they've also did it as like kind of like a collab Where i forgot what the uh the collab was but remember it came out and Kith, it was, right yeah yeah remember the yeah, yeah they, they kind of like did that whole like uh, the laces were all kind of like off centered and stuff like that. So they, oh, they that yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they tweaked it, but then they also released it as part of that uh what was it, that championship pack or something like that. Yeah. The the, <laughs> the red ones. Um but they never retroed the Maestro one. And that's mm. that was one of my favorite nineties basketball shoes of all time. And they still haven't come out with those yet.
2: All right. Next, anyone?
4: Uh playoff uh, the playoff colorway the Pippin twos for me. Um, oh. I've been, uh, trying to find a pair forever and I can't, so anybody has 13 out there. <laughs> but
0: I, Dre is also a very unique in our group too, because he will throw anything he gets on his feet. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. If I buy it, it <laughs> doesn't matter. If yeah. he, he, he grabs a PE from Mike Bibby. Those are going yeah. on his feet. <laughs> he wears everything. I, I, my hat is, I'll I take it off, but I'm wearing headphones, but uh, my hat's off to you, man, cause you wear
2: Everything. It's amazing. Yeah, I like those Pippin twos. Yeah. Zane, you got a pick? Oh, does
3: it matter which brand or? No, okay, no, no, no. no. Uh, I'll probably have you guys Googling, but uh... <laughs> uh, Fila Fila Fila, uh, Fila <laughs> Webbers Co- O'Cock Sportif yeah. O'Cock Sportif <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the Fila Webbers um, It was the all black <laughs> and it had kind of like this olive green stripe down the middle of the shoe. They didn't uh,
1: have a, a little bit of copper in it. too. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's the, the one. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's one. Uh, that's the one I'd like, I like, honestly, I'd like triple up.
2: Oh, yeah. Is that pre or post uh, Dada? Uh, Way pre.
1: Uh, pre, yeah. It was, it was pre. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah. he was with the he was with the Wizards when those came yeah. out. Right. Yeah. It was, I think, his first signature after he left Nike. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Sean, <laughs> Sean, you, Sean's like teamed up. Are we, are do we you, still recording? Do you want to Sean? Do you, wanna, do you wanna?
0: I, I mean, I said it before. I'd love to see the Air Flight uh, highs from '89 come back. Those were never have never been retroed. Uh, I'd also like that you see the the air Force, uh, Alpha Force ones come back. Uh, those are never retro I'd like to. I mean, the the Converse weapons have have uh, yes. right, retroed, yeah. yes. but. It's been a minute since they last retro properly, so I'd love to see like a proper retro of the uh, Converse weapons. And they they came out with these this whatever that fucking thing they did with <laughs> the, the the Larry Bird weapon, the black and white with this giant yeah, chunk no. outsole. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, come on, man. Oh, just put just change the outsole. Everything just, else the yeah, yeah. same. Exactly. Just put a regular outsole on. No one, yeah. no one's gonna buy that.
3: <laughs> no, that's a good one, Sean. I'd love to see like uh, the Magic yeah, the uh, PE of the web. Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: be so good, so good. Magic P. A Magic to... P. His P.E. actually had a different outsole. So I'd like to see that come back. If they were talking about something that's never returned, his P.E. I think had like a uh, a Converse, maybe like a Pro Star or or maybe even a Pro Leather outsole, and it was compl- so it was a different outsole. So I'd like to see that come back. That'd be cool, like a little niche thing. Yeah, no, they're going to bring gonna... it back
1: with the uh, with the React midsole. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: Or like a Space Jam 2 tie-in or something. Exactly. Um, Okay, so what (laughs) happens happens to the collector who's always been a fan? Not only of the Jordan 2. Any shoe that they decide to retro with like hype or surrounding it or anything?
1: They'll still be there. I mean, it's funny because we talk about this from time to time about how... The brand is pushing out the old folks and stuff like that or like the true collectors mm-hmm. and it's like not really, you're just aging out. Mm-hmm. You're just aging out of the the hobby, you know. I mean, if you generally like sneakers and you love sneakers and you've always loved sneakers for what they were, you're gonna buy what you like and you're you'll still be there um, you know, to a certain point until you get old or you know, you move on to something else. But I think people still be around.
0: If I'm not living proof that you don't age out of this hobby, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but seriously, like I, I I hear that a lot. Of people get like these, you know, uh, old school collectors like myself get fed up with the game, quote unquote, and uh, what you know the way the market is, and they get fed up, and on that's it. I'm 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 out of sneakers. I can't take it anymore. It's like, but y- if you're still into sneakers, you're still if you're really passionate about sneakers, isn't that why would that go away just because it might get a little harder for you to get sneakers? But if you're still truly passionate about it or if you're always passionate about it, then it shouldn't be that you' something will make you suddenly drop everything and then sell mm-hmm. all your sneakers mm-hmm. and right. I'm out of this, I'm done you know uh, I never understood that mentality because I, as tough as it's gotten, I'm still I'm still personally passionate about it and I love it and it's fun and yeah. um, it, it's you, you, you take from it whatever you get in you put in like so if you're if you're constantly uh, upset about the, the state of things, then you're gonna be frustrated. It's, you, you kind of have to choose, the mindset of like this is how it is I have to adapt to how things are now uh, where can I find my sneaker happiness and just you know it, it made me that's easier said than done but that's sort of the, the path that I've taken because I used to get super angry about how shitty retros were when they came back and why can't they just make it like they used to but like I said you gain a little bit of knowledge and a little bit of experience over the years and then you realize maybe it's not as easy to bring some stuff back exactly the way it was and um, you just find your sort of path, uh, among the new, you know, younger kids, and um,
1: I still have fun with it. So, I mean, if yeah. I can have fun with it, anybody, anybody I, <laughs> dude, I've, I've been joking about you know quitting sneakers for 20 plus years now <laughs> yeah. and still going. Still going, yeah. No, that's a,
0: as, as evidenced by the this giant racks in behind
2: you. <laughs> it's a, a zoom background. It's, <laughs> it's a zoom background. Corey has a giant rack. <laughs>
3: but no, that's um. What Sean was saying, that's a great point because when he's saying that, I'm getting sort of like the um, mental image of my timeline, like Twitter, or Instagram. And I can't stand seeing people, especially when it's like older guys are like, oh, I'm done. I can't take this anymore. Like, I can't get, you know, what I want. But to me, it's just the level of entitlement that some people have. It's like you can be, let's say, for example, Sean, right? Biggest, biggest fan of the two that I know. But I'm pretty sure there's other guys that are maybe clo- just as close, as passionately about it. And... You know, and they'd want the shoe just as much. So it's kind of like that thing. Well, one of them is gonna get it. One of them isn't gonna get it. And it's just that the way it goes. It's like we're not owed anything. Nobody owes us anything, right? Just because we have uh, one pair, twenty pair, a couple hundred pairs of shoes. Like nobody owes us anything. It's like who are we to say, oh? I deserve something when it comes out. I'm going to, you know, and if I'm not getting it, I quit. Well, if you're going to quit, then quit. Because like Sean said, you were never really passionate about it or you lost your passion. So mm-hmm. it's, if you quit, great. My chances improve of getting because I'm in it. <laughs> One less, one less. <laughs> and if I lose, like if I don't get the release, you know, if I don't get the release, then I'll find other avenues. You know, if I want it bad enough, I'll get it on a resale market and that's that. But it just—that's what gets me—is the the entitlement, the uh, I deserve it. It's like, well, who says? Mm. If if a shoe has, let's say, a thousand pairs of a certain shoe are releasing, chances are there's about a million people around the world that want those a thousand pairs. So it's mm. like, who are you to say, uh, uh, Jordan Brand? Uh, you know what? Just at my door, at my private residence, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm I've been doing this for
0: so yeah. long. I deserve a. Pair. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah. I think the other thing too that I was baffled me when all this the the uh, off white two uh, stuff started coming out was that people expected me to be angry about it and uh, <laughs> and and when I wasn't angry about it because I made a few posts talking about how I, just like I said here that I'm excited about it because it means that people are getting excited about the twos and maybe they'll release a, a, a original uh, colorway of the twos. But people wanted me to be like super like the one guy actually uh, messaged me and saying that you're not telling like I I was expecting you to tell the truth about this instead of all these politically correct things you're saying. I'm like, but if I'm saying it, it's that's my truth. That's why I'm, you know, I hate that phrase, but I'm speaking my truth. Like, (laughs) fuck, I hate that phrase. But it was true. Like I, I was telling people exactly how I felt and why I felt that way. But people wanted me to be angry that there was an off-white two. I'm like, well, why would why would that anger me? People are excited about the twos. It's gonna mean something else is gonna come down the pipeline for yeah. the twos. You know, that's truly how I feel. So it, I, I'm so t- I, I got personally, I got really tired of being angry about everything. Uh, and, and and trust me, I've, I've been very, we've as a group have been very lucky, um, you know, in terms of stuff that we've gotten from Jordan Brand. But here and there, we haven't got tons of stuff. We still buy like all of our sneakers, but uh, it's just a matter of like you got you to have the mindset of I I'm into sneakers I'm going to adapt uh, it's not great but it, to to be like constantly angry gets very tiring mm. <laughs> so I I made a mental point to change my 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 outlook on things and uh say like listen this is the way the brand's going and I got to adapt or you know just be angry the rest of my life <laughs> you know I, I I couldn't do it so I, yeah. I think I yeah. think
4: you hit the nail on this head uh as far as people adapting, the people that you hear complain the loudest or just, you know, throw their hands up in disgust are the people who have not adapted, you know, like Exactly. Like I said, right. you know, like pretty much even now you gotta be MacGyver or James Bond to be able to get a pair, you know. <laughs> but yeah. it's like how how different is that from when, you know, Sean has told the story many times of of getting the 94 95 retros on sales racks you know mm-hmm. like like what are the odds of that happening now you know like that 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 kind of stuff doesn't yeah. happen you know but but how different is that from uh having to go stand in line in the early 2000s you know for for pairs like that in itself yeah. is a vast difference you know I, th- yeah. I think what you're hearing now though is you know now we're on the internet more people have a voice you know so you're able to hear more individual stories you know more loud and clear where it's like people are shouting for mountaintops like oh i'm pissed off i didn't get this pair like that that person (laughs) is the same person that's that's standing in the back of the line is cussing and hollering when they go hey size 11 sold out you know it's it's the same thing it's the same thing it's just amplified so much now you know
0: everybody's got their own personal soapbox in the palm of their hand yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. and the crazy thing you want to talk about adapting i mean i'm i'm a guy who had never sold a pair of sneakers in my entire life, until like three weeks ago, yeah. when I started selling a few <laughs> sneakers to get the sneakers I wanted, and I've never done that before, and I still don't really like the feeling of it. But right, it's, sure, I, okay, I, I well, no, I just I, feel shower. weird because <laughs> I'm I'm a porter. i am i am a feel so I like keeping my <laughs> He Sends me screenshots. No, of like I how send you a sold screenshot like because, so because, I, yeah, well, that's that's crazy. I'm, I'm sending the screenshot because it's so crazy that I sold a pair of 2009. This is a little uh tidbit for what's gonna come up on our next sneaker podcast regular sneaker podcast, but I sold a pair of two thousand nine uh Jordan twelves, <laughs> the white and reds, for eight
1: hundred and fifty dollars. On StockX. Oh, oh, oh.
0: So get... it's like well, of course, I'm gonna text Chris and go, ha 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 ha! What the fuck? <laughs> because he's like, he's like, stupid. I'm getting
2: off white this, off white that <laughs> yeah. with this money. <laughs> yeah. That's my off white funds. <laughs> it's for those twos, for those off white twos. Yeah. That's right, that's right, that's
0: right. Those fake twos. Uh, but yeah, so I talk about adapting. That's me, like, to mm. for me to get to the point where I'm actually gonna sell a few pairs to get what I yeah. other stuff that I really want. That's the ultimate adapt. That's that's
4: actually <laughs> so, like half of the new shoes <laughs> there we go there we go there it is, there uh, it is. okay next who's doing it next? yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh like i you know like half the stuff i get now like i get i don't want it i don't need it you know but i know that eventually it's going to raise in value and like there's stuff that i'm going to miss out on that i really really want and so these things have now become the vessel of how i'm going to get to where, like you know, the the amount needed for this pair that I'm going to want because I'm not going to hit on retail. Like, if I do, it's going to be not my size or something, you know?
2: Yeah. Right. And also, to add on to it, like, all the boxes that I see behind the guys right now, you guys didn't get them all on release day. Like, you didn't get every single box behind you on release day. It took time. It took, like, after the fact, and you you hunted for it, and you got got to it a bit later. Years, yes, years. (laughs) So for those all those expecting to hit on every single release, whether it be hype or not hype, it you can't yeah, it's you can't be unreal that
0: that, it's unrealistic yeah, that's the crazy thing too is that all of a sudden people are like shocked when they take Ls on this sne- sneakers app or on uh, whatever raffle they enter. It's like this has been going on for decades. <laughs> right Ls have been happening since the dawn of time. even in the original when the original line came out, a lot of those models sold out. Some of them were easy to get. Some of them you could get down the road a few months later. But some certain models and back in the eighties and nineties, they sold out sometimes. And you, maybe yeah. they got you know stores would get restocks and stuff like that. But it's not been the first time that as, as you know people have taken L's. So people got to chill a little bit. And <laughs> or maybe,
2: yeah, go ahead.
4: I think I think another big issue that people tend to have with it now is that because now there are so many more people that who who are trying to involve themselves in the culture, you know. Uh, who are really trying to be involved in the culture? Like they just are seeing that you know sneakers are taking off, and if I grab this right. pair, I can get this much for them, or you know, like uh, the potential resale value of this. So the number of people who are actually getting pairs for their own feet is is dwindling, and the number of people who are getting pairs to stash or resell is is growing, and it's almost to a point now where it's like. Yeah, you know, I, I would say like, yeah, you know, I would dare say like four out of every five pairs damn near is, is is getting sold, you know, to someone who's gonna resell or flip or you know hold on to them and because and, or you see people even wear buy shoes, wear them once and then they flip them like they just get them just to say they had them, take a picture of them and then you know they're gone like the the connection isn't really there with pairs so it's like stuff is moving so rapidly now you know.
1: Yeah. There's like businesses out there now that basically rent shoes. You've yeah, heard about that? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah.
4: That's, that's,
0: that's nuts. Crazy. That's, 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 that's on a whole other
1: level. Yeah. Like and on or uh, Red Boxing on shoes. dude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, look at Netflix
0: now. Right? Maybe that's the, the, yeah, right. the wave, <laughs> the wave sure. of the future.
2: Right. <clears throat> Do you guys have any other thoughts you want to uh, add before we wrap this up?
4: Yeah, if anybody, uh, if anybody is into that trend of making your shoes worn uh, without actually <laughs> wearing them, and you wear a size thirteen, send them to me. I'll I'll beat them up for you and send them back. Gladly.
2: <laughs> million dollar idea right there. Yeah, you know, I'll gladly <laughs> Dre's wear got to figure out. Yeah, yeah. He always was the brains of this operation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, that was a great roundtable. Guys, thanks for uh, joining us and taking your time today. Uh, if you will, can you tell the audience about your where to find you on social media? Dre?
4: Uh, I am on Twitter and Instagram is uh, at Mr. Underscore Spotlight Underscore Ten. I know Sean said <laughs> it's very long. It's still very long. I haven't long. changed
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever change it. Don't ever change it. Don't change it now. Yeah. Uh, Corey?
3: on instagram at ijapino uh, zane uh pretty much instagram wherever uh Zane kicks.
2: kicks always like that okay. and you can download and listen to the sneaker podcast on anywhere podcasts or broadcasts. be sure to follow us at the sneaker podcast on instagram and uh, you can find myself at christopher.chew on the instagram sean where can people find you
0: at scollar23 and at Group. I'm surprised you guys forgot about that one. Oh my gosh <laughs> we knew you were going to say it That's yeah, I I'm wearing a goddamn right. t-shirt we don't today. want to be repetitive <laughs> I thought we were supposed to wear the t-shirts today
2: <laughs> please do take this as a precursor to what might be uh, the OGSG podcast possibly oh Clock Four is ticking now, guys. Huh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Summer
0: 2025 is jo- <laughs> coming your way. <laughs>
2: uh, join us next time on another episode of uh, Extra Laces or whatever we decide to call this on the Sneaker Podcast. One love, all the sneakers. Peace. Peace.
1: Peace.